is beautiful. So I'm going to cue up a movie that we're going to start with here today. On the fifth day of creation. And God said, Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind with which the waters and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. was a murmuration of starlings. As we enter into this fifth day of creation, Eric Butterworth tells us in the book that I'm using for this series, which is called The Creative Life, that this is a fifth day is about the swarming, the swarming that takes place. And the sea and the sky represents the potential of what is there. And the swarming of the birds or the fish or the insects or whatever way in which we see a swarm unfolding, the swarming piece of it is the thoughts which swarm in our minds. We learned a couple of weeks ago that we are a point of consciousness within the greater mind, divine mind consciousness that is God. 
And it is that divine mind consciousness of God, that possibility, that potential that is represented in the seas and in the sky. And it is those divine ideas that arise from divine mind consciousness that we receive that are represented by the swarming of those birds. Don't you wonder how that can be that this flock of a thousand birds together can so swiftly and easily turn together, right, and create this beautiful dance we know of as a murmuration. In the book, Eric Butterworth brings up that there is a um, process that science has recognized. It's a process called entropy. And what entropy means is that when our systems get more and more complex, it requires more and more energy to keep that system going, and eventually there isn't enough energy to keep that system going, and so it begins to disintegrate. But it's more recently that science has also been looking at the um, balance of entropy, and that would be syntropy. And what syntropy says is that when everything dissolves once more into the chaos, that there is this coming together that creates new order out of what was once chaotic. And that, in reality, entropy and syntropy work together. When we look at this metaphysically in our own lives and what this day of creation is bringing forth from within us, I want you to think about it in this way. Entropy is when we are so self-focused that we are only concerned with self. And we have things that go through our mind, those thoughts, remember, that are represented by those swarms. Those swarming thoughts become thoughts that are self-centered. Thoughts like, why is this happening to me? Thoughts like, I'm so confused and I don't know what to do. Thoughts like, I'm just not good enough. Thoughts like, no matter how hard I try, it's just not enough. Thoughts of victimhood, thoughts of blame, thoughts of disempowerment. And entropy occurs in our lives. And we create chaos, we create drama, we create disorder by allowing those thoughts to continue to swarm through our mind. Now, the opposite of that is the syntropy. And that is when we embrace thoughts that are not just concerned about self, but that are about the other. How am I here to serve? How am I here to love? What does it look like to be loved right here, right now, in this moment? How can I be supportive? How can I be encouraging? What's in it from me? And in that way, what happens is we begin to create order in the midst of the chaos. And we embrace those swarming ideas that are divinely inspired from divine mind. What you may not know is that science is um, coming to the conclusion that those murmuration patterns occur because a sing- the single bird, the one bird, is aware of not just itself, which would lead to entropy and chaos, but that that bird is aware of those seven birds that are around it. And each bird is aware of 
the seven birds that are around it. And in that way, when one bird changes directions and each bird is aware of the seven birds around it changing directions, they create this beautiful dance that creates order in what could be chaotic. Okay? And so you and I, as we move beyond self, as we move beyond just focusing on our own needs, as we move beyond those kinds of ideas and become aware of what is the need around me with those around me, we begin to create this beautiful divine order that in unity teaches we are a point of consciousness within the greater divine mind consciousness that can receive a divine idea in our consciousness and bring that divine idea into expression. That is perfect order. So along this series, I've been sharing the story of our own family going through this house fire in 2001. And as I thought about this particular day and how that related to our house fire, I became aware of the number of ways that people moved in to support and encourage. It would have been very easy in the beginning and and throughout the process to be stuck in this idea of why did this happen to us? Oh, we can't figure this out. This is so overwhelming. There's so much to do. We could have gotten caught up in those kinds of swarming ideas, right? But instead, what I became aware of very quickly were the blessings that were happening from moment one onward. So as an example, we lived in Austinburg, Ohio, a very small community that had a volunteer fire department. Gary used to joke that the volunteer fire department was really good at saving basements. And then our house caught fire. And the most amazing thing, the, the, the fire was in this two-story part, and the rest of the home had smoke damage, but the, the fire department had to, in our living room, break through the walls to make sure that there was no fire left happening in those walls before they walked away. And we had hanging on one of these walls these birth tiles. Each one had a birth tile. It's a tradition from our our family that says, you know, the name and place of birth and time of birth. And each of us had one of those birth tiles hanging there on the living room wall. And it could have been so easy for that volunteer fire department to just break through that wall, giving no thought to those birth tiles. But somewhere this divine idea occurred that let's remove these birth tiles. And they did. That volunteer fire department carefully took down each of those four birth tiles and placed them off to the side before they broke through that wall with their axe to make sure that there was no fire. And that was just the start of how we felt so supported. Within two days of this fire, that piece of the the house that had burned had a hole in the roof because the fire had gone through that. And so it was open to the elements. And this was December, right? Right before New Year's. So snow and cold and all of that that was taking place. And the second day, these two neighbors showed up. The one neighbor I had never even met. The second neighbor I only knew through school because I was part of the PTA and he helped us with a couple of projects. But truly, I did not really know either of these two neighbors, but they got a divine idea that said, we need to go help this family who has lost part of their home to a fire. And they showed up. 
with big plastic tarps and their nails and their hammers, and they put those over the roof so that our home was at least not open to the elements anymore. And I didn't even know them before that moment, really. And then at the elementary school where the kids went to school, they had this divine idea that we need to show this family support, right? These swarming ideas that are going around the community. And they gathered some funds. They took an offering and they bought us a giant eagle gift card just so that we would know we were not in it alone. The power of the swarm, right? And then finally, the last one to share with you were the ladies in our church. And at that time, at Unity in Edinburgh, we were a, we're a pretty small community. But the ladies in that church wanted our two daughters, who had really lost everything, wanted them to know how loved and supported they are, and they decided to make them a quilt. And so they had these quilt squares that they invited everybody from church to take and decorate in some way. And they sewed them together and they made each of the girls their own quilt because they'd lost everything. But they wanted to know them to know how loved they were. And they made these quilts. And it's that, that power of the swarm, the power of being open to divine ideas and acting on those divine ideas that are moving you outside of yourself and your own needs into the needs of the greater community. You and I have the ability to discern what thoughts that we are holding that are swarming in our mind, that are just self-centered, worry-filled, separate, separation-filled, and those divine ideas that are really based in love and in oneness and in support and encouragement. And we have the power to choose which ones we will pay attention to. And if we pay attention to those that are self-centered and and in separation and fear and worry and doubt, we are adding to entropy to the breaking down of the system. And when we pay attention and give attention to those thoughts that are love-filled and power-filled and give those our attention and our energy, we are adding to the syntropy that is bringing forth divine order out of the chaos. And the choice is ours. I've also been sharing with you through this series how we as a community create together. And how these relate to us as a community. And so I wanted to read to you one simple um, idea here from his book. This is what Eric says. Any assemblage of people from a great church congregation, that's you, right? To a small group gathered for prayer or discussion has a group soul, a cumulative consciousness, to which each person gives and from which each person receives. Perhaps we should refer to the prayer group or the therapy group or the brainstorming group as a swarming group. What if we would take on this idea that as a great spiritual community, we are a swarming group, bringing to mind those swarming flocks of birds from the murmuration? What would that mean for us? The group has its needs, and at the same time, it contains the answer to those needs. A swarming group can be a powerful instrument for good, a conduit for divine ideas. Now, just 
think for a minute. We are a swarming group. We are a great spiritual community that is swarming together with these ideas. And we take our attention from this murmuration of birds, and I invite you to bring to your mind not just your own self, right? We can get into habits and patterns coming to spiritual community where we come each Sunday, sit in our own seat that we always sit in, only talk to those people that we always talk to, never going outside of our comfort zone, right? Or we can take a clue from those darlings who weren't aware of only self in creating this beautiful dance of the swarm, but who were aware of those seven birds that were around them. And I want you to look around right now. Look around at the people that you are sitting by. Imagine that you are sitting by those seven birds that are flying around you, right, in this beautiful dance. And what are the needs of those people that are sitting around you? It may be as simple as being that listening ear. Not trying to fix anything. Not trying to solve anything, but just willing to be a listening ear for someone. Maybe it is as simple as somebody needing a hug or a word of encouragement. Maybe it requires a little bit more. Maybe it's somebody who could use someone to take them to the doctor or to give them a ride to church or help them in the community room. I'm inviting all of us, knowing that we are the swarm of community. To be aware of how we can move out of self into this place of serving one another so that we can create this beautiful order of all that we can be here at Unity Spiritual Center. Will you join me with that? Perhaps today, reaching out to someone you've never met before and just introducing yourself and even asking that question, how can I support you? So that's not listed in our spiritual practice, but I'm throwing it out there. I gave you another fun spiritual practice this week. I'm trying to remember it's summertime, and all of this can often get very heavy. So let's have some fun together. So this, knowing it's nice outside, now I'm inviting you to take some time each day to sit outside and to go pay attention to the places where you see swarming taking on. It might be swarming of the birds, it might be a swarming of some insects, it might be a swarming of some kids playing baseball, right? Whatever that swarming is, to allow that to be your reminder that I too am part of a swarm and that I am going to pay attention to those thoughts, order my thoughts to hold on to those divine ideas that ask, how can I serve today? How can I love today? How can I give today? And to take action based on that. You with me? Yeah. And I'm so proud of these kids that are moving from YOU here. It's part of this swarm, right? Moving out into their world. They're going off to college. And they're going to continue the swarming energy. So I am grateful for the opportunity to serve and to swarm with you.